listening to What We Say in the Shadows, dedicated to the FX show What We Do in the Shadows. Join us as we suck you into the world of the vampires of Staten Island. So sit back, relax, let your guard down, and join the ride in our journey to total domination. Hello and welcome to What We Say in the Shadows. And today we will be covering... What? No, just because I'm the only one here, you're not going to say the DG word phrase? I wanted to be nice since you were out last week. Yeah. I felt like... I needed to honor you and show some respect. You forgot is what you're saying. No, I specifically I made you. sure I did not say it. I don't believe you. I even thought of like alternative things I was going to say, <laughs> like... Mm, Shady hellos. Dim salutations. <laughs> something else. But uh, dark greetings, everybody. Um, see, there. I said it. There. Yes. Okay. That so today... Phrase. Sorry. Yes. We are going to be covering uh, episode eight. Point, well, I'm sorry, 5.6. <laughs> well, hey, with any luck, we will do eight points. Oh, someday. yeah, I hope so. Uh, 5.6, urgent care. I was looking forward to this one uh, since we have gone to an urgent care a couple of times. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant in the show, but no, yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also because of the. the and, yeah, we have been and to, we have been to the urgent care as well. At urgent care vets specifically. Yeah, basically, the only thing we haven't done in this episode is gone to the familiar yes. urgent care. Let's talk a little bit about it. Now, first, I've got the IMDb description of <clears throat> when Guillermo is injured, Nadja takes him to urgent care. Colin has trouble feeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whoever they got to do the uh, IMDb descriptions this time, uh, pretty uh, spot on. Yeah. Good job. And without, I mean, it's hard to do a spoiler in two sentences, but it has been done. So I like the fact that they're accurate and don't give something big away like, like, well, here's a spoiler to our top, our takeaways, but it could have easily said Nadia finds out Guillermo's secret. And although it seemed like that's where it was going the whole episode, you didn't know that was going to happen for sure until it happened. So that's I'm true. glad it didn't have something like that in there. And I do believe I audibly gasped when it happened. <laughs> yeah, I may have. When, when that happened, I, I did audibly get, gasp a little bit. Let's uh, get the details, shall we? Yeah, okay. I just uh, I realized my notes didn't feel right last yeah, the other night when I was making them. That's why. I, but directed by Yana Gorskaya, which is... I wonder if she's got the whole uh, whole season. All but one. There was another... Oh, God. Who was it? Because um, I saw, I heard you and Andy talk about this. Gosh darn. It's a name we recognize or we saw. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick because I think it was the same. Kyle Newichek. Oh, Kyle yes. Newichek, yeah, but only yeah. did the second episode. Yana did all the other ones so far. And this is six, so five out of six so far. Written by Sam Johnson and Chris Marcel. And currently, now this is a little later than I do it. So I'm wondering, I, I kind of um, a little upset and I don't know if that's a little extreme word, but <laughs> I wish I had seen um, this the IMDb rating the day after, like I usually do, but it's eight point six now, and it's exactly a week after today. It's it's the Wednesday well, after the airing. I have to say, I watched it the next day. Uh-huh. It was eight point six as well. Okay, I, I wrote I was, it down. I wondered if it went down or up. Which eight point six? It's like in high contention of a lot of things. I am happily surprised. I don't know if I'm shocked because I liked it so much, but I also um, a little 
just a explanation of what I was last week. I had surgery the day last the new local news came out. Oh yeah, and I was on painkillers, and I thought local news was an excellent episode, but I thought. In hindsight, it may have just been half the painkillers, but I see that's eight. That is, <laughs> it is that's the leading, highest. That's it's leading the, the season at eight point seven, which is my point. Yeah, and then Pride Parade, Great. and this is eight point six. <laughs> Wait, oh, Pride Parade went down. Well, Pride 8. Parade was eight point eight. Pride, oh, wow. Pride Parade actually, when you look at IMDb, it actually says like top rated and second most popular. Like it I saw says that last that. week. I don't see that this week now. I, I know what you're talking about. There's like a little badge underneath yeah. the, the icon. Nope. It's, yeah, eight point, here's here's the incredible part for any series. There is nothing below an 8.0, and that was the mall. Yeah. And it's and it's kind of gone up a little bit. Um, 8.1 was Night Guys Out, Pride Parade 8.6, Campaign 8.0, Local News 8.7, like we just said, and yeah. now Urgent Care 8.6. So this has been, a, I, I have kind of felt this has been my favorite season so far. And it's, this is confirming it. I just I don't know if it was recency biased, but I'm starting to think that it's that the, the, yeah there's something to this season that's really striking a chord with me. I have to say I I agree. I feel like there are some seasons where I can like flat out go eh, that was I mean it wasn't bad, but you know it's okay in the grand scheme of things, especially when you have like ghosts, yeah. which is my all time favorite. Uh, as as like pinnacles, but it was like one or two a season. I don't think there's a single one that I would not watch repeatedly of this season. This season's pretty kick ass. Yeah. So, all right. So since it is just Matt and I, we're gonna give you a couple extra nuggets to take <laughs> away. So we're gonna give five takeaways from this season. Or from this season, from this episode, from, episode, from right. Urgent Care. So, Matt, this will be easy to remember the order because there's only two of us. <laughs> You'll still mess it up. I'll still mess it up. <laughs> and I will fall right into whatever you say anyway. True, so, true. shame on both of us. True. All right. What is your first takeaway? Well, since I'm going to do five, I'm going to go with something that's a little, like, it's it's more, it, it does, it is in this episode, but it's more this season, and it's a big character thing, and I am absolutely loving the the extension of or the enhancement, whatever you want to call it, the growth of Lazo's character of being a quote man of science unquote. Yes, because this is not this is they kind of introduced it in I think the third season when he was in the library. He was learning. He was oh, really yeah, avid, yeah, yeah, avidly yeah. learning things. Then he was taking care of Colin, baby Colin Robinson, and 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 kind of learning and and doing experiments doing, on, yeah, him. on that. But but this but we've jumped from that to definite man of science character. And he just was a horny vampire in season one. Yes, yes. And I love that about this character. I think I think of all, if you're gonna make if you're gonna introduce that element into this series, like he is the perfect one to do this because his exper- he has got the bravado where every one of his experiments is he will try it without hesitation, and the results could be anything. Yeah, and it also strikes a nostalgic chord with me a little bit because. Um, used to be a big fan of the monsters and grandpa monster used to have his laboratory and they'd always have episodes based on one of his experiments. And Ah, we don't necessarily have episodes based on his experiments yet. I'm not sure we will. Although next week, this week, I'm sorry, the next episode after the one we're talking about looks like it might have something to do with it by the name, but it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, Oh, actually I just read the, I just read the freaking, uh, 
description. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so yeah. So, but I love that, that aside, I just, I love that. I love giving Laszlo more depth and in that more to do. And I hope this isn't just this season because I've been really enjoying this so far. No, I, I agree. In fact, my first takeaway is about one of the experiments, which is kind of like a tag throughout, which is the frogs, <laughs> which all have Guillermo's hair yeah. and they fly. Uh, but uh, beyond that, uh, I love just, oh, oh, you know how we were saying last week uh, that it was more... No, I don't know because I wasn't here. Did you? But you listen, <laughs> know, right? Know, As kidding. a person who just to see what you would say, just want to listen to it, uh, you know, just for shits and giggles. Um, so we were talking about that it wasn't a very quotable episode. That it wasn't like like some of them you can have left, right, quote, quote, yeah. quote, quote, quote. Um, especially in regards to donkeys and <laughs> Naja. But uh, this one going right back on the quote train. Really? You think so? I did. I because thought the op- I thought I thought you were going to say it continues that because once you get into the th- the beginning of the third act of this, there isn't much there's a lot to talk about. But, but there's not a yeah. lot said. But there uh, it's mainly at the beginning. Okay. And right. uh, especially like Laszlo as say about trying to figure out that the Nandor is indisposed. Where he says he's shaking hands with Rosie Palmer and her five milkmaids, and it, and then it, then he later says, "Well, before he finishes making Pearl Jam, oh my God, it just dawned on me that Pearl Jam is a band, and I wonder if that's why it's called Pearl Jam." I never thought of that. I didn't oh, think that even was this. <laughs> what the hell are Stone Temple Pilots? Okay, so uh, then ipso facto, shithead. <laughs> I'll see you at the bottom," said the actress to the bishop. That I have written what down. What the yeah. hell does that mean? I'll see you at the bottom, as the actress said to the bishop. I have. Yes. I can't even. I don't know. Guess but, what that means? But that's that's uh, definitely. I, I I am loving Laszlo this season as much as I have in the past. It kind of dipped a little bit, but I think he's back full force. Yeah, yeah, and and that's something everyone had mentioned that's been on the show the past couple of seasons that Laszlo yeah. has been kind of seemed of either it's low energy performance or just not enough to do or just not enough taking um, a back like, seat. Yeah, really. yeah, taking yeah, exactly not not just kind of like hard to write for. But this change has been, uh, yeah, I lo- I'm loving him this this season, and I love Matt Berry, so it just makes me happy for him. Anything that he can sink his teeth into more so every time is is a good thing. Okay, Matt, your second takeaway. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, let's go here. Let's go with the the other side of the story. We talked a lot about about Leslie. We haven't talked much about Gary yet, but I know we're going to. We'll talk about the um, Colin Robinson thing. There <laughs> was a lot. Like this is another piece, and there's another repeating theme of this year is that there's been a lot of lore in this particular world of vampires that we've unpacked now. I don't know if this is lore or just a, a, a situational thing where Colin Robinson has a black eye, so he can't drain off anybody because they ask about his black eye, and if he tells the story, people are fascinated rather than bored and want to get away with him. And the story, there's two things about this note I have. Yes. The story. 
A frozen block of piss and shit falls from a plane, lands on a 308 Ferrari, and a side view mirror knocks him in the face. Out of all of that, <laughs> the thing that Nadja is attracted, it takes, hooks into goes, frozen blocks of pisses and shits. What will they think of next? <laughs> so between the story of what happened and her reaction to it, that's one of my huge takeaways. And going into the the whole, the I don't know which is the, I'm not, I, it's hard to say A and B. I say A and B because one happened first. And one happened second. They're not any lesser. The A story is Guillermo getting hurt. The B story is Colin Robinson trying to feed because that guy has much screen time and I have as much to talk about and written down of that as I do the other story. Yes, yes. And I I was trying to figure out... The only thing I can think is because he has the power of boredom Mm -hmm. that maybe... Because, I mean, he even... After they cover it up with makeup, he's still interesting. Yeah, I mean that could be a lore so thing where he has he it, just has it amplifies. His, yeah, his, I was thinking his aura. We we're kind of on the same page there. It's almost like because the bruise exists, he's currently physically different. Like there's an interesting thing about him. Yeah. Most of us, it would be a bruise, but since he's an energy vampire, it's a, it gives off a different vibe. I wonder if that has something to do with it too. And yeah, that it messed <laughs> up his aura to yeah. be attractive, it, to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then the the just as a, well, uh, yeah. A uh, side note: the whole Nam thing. Just saying that he's in Nam grabs Nandor's attention, but then it was you the, were in. I'm Nam. not going to tell the story, but I'm going to say he was he was a Nam bicycling or something, right? And yes. for what he was in there for, yeah. And it was like last year. All right, my second takeaway. I was a big fan of the Mad Men's. No, I didn't know this. The the concept of this was great. I have no idea who this guy is. Oh, John Slattery. No. John Slattery. In fact, I'm going to look him up while big you're Big old Mad Men. And you probably have seen him in some. I probably have. I just did not but recognize him in he, that situation. I thought part of what was going to come out was that John Slattery was an energy vampire. Oh, really? And he I, was I, I could see where that would, taking advantage would go. of it. But John Slattery's way too interesting. <laughs> what would have really fit in with this season is that if he was a a, a energy vampire slayer because he was uh, counteracting yeah. everything Colin was bringing at him, but I don't I think that's a little little more than to expect in the lore this year. But I was I was paying attention to what he was saying about like I played I just played a doctor in the good fight. And he's like always. He's like definitely dropping everything. Yeah. All of the, all of the. And when I was on this, and when I was on this, and I was like, are those, are those FX shows? No, <laughs> they are not. The Good Fight is CBS, and then oh, the one that that was uh, he mentioned. Uh, the other one he mentioned was um, also not an FX show. So I was kind of like, well. CBS getting some plugs on their shows. Um, but the fact that he can mimic Colin's voice <laughs> yeah. exactly. It was brilliant. I loved it. Just like where he's trying to figure out where he's from and hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to Bro- I don't want to go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Oh, I see the upturn there. I just I thought that was I thought that was a very good use of him. Literally, the only things I have seen him in, like going through his entire IMDb page, is Avengers Endgame and Ant Man. He was 
is Tony Stark's father. Yes. <laughs> That's all I've seen him in. Yep. That's but, surprising considering how much stuff he's been in, but he's been in things I just don't watch. Yeah, that's true. But I do. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, well, okay. Arrested Development. I've seen all of Arrested Development, but I just, I don't remember him specifically. You just didn't remember. Oh, he was a voice in The Simpsons. Now that is really dependent on what season of The Simpsons. That's, that's a. <laughs> I've seen almost all of them. Does but, it say he was not on Law and Order because every human being has been on Law and Order? Uh, yep. Law and Order. And yep. Yep. Two episodes. Dr. Richard Chipman. Uh, all right. Your next takeaway. We can't ignore the, just Elephant. everything about the familiar urgent care. Oh, the God. The fact that it's uh, in a, there's a, I guess it's a, a front, the veterinarian 24-7 clinic. But then behind a magical Harry Potter wall or whatever, is that, that's Harry yes, Potter, right? That, okay, yeah. that would be <laughs> Behind it. that is the actual familiar urgent care, but it's still being treated like a veterinarian clinic, yeah. which, but without, with like the worst veterinarian. That's oh all my he wants God. To do is put he wants to put everybody down. down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love there's so many big things and so many small things about this. So the, the big thing is the existence of it. That's going to be my takeaway, but I'm going to throw a small thing in there before they actually get through the wall. The guy points where it is and Najee goes, yes, I know I've been here before. When? There's a backstory that we'll probably never get, but I just love that. I love that she said that. When? When right? did they yep. have a familiar? Mm -hmm. And then, and my guess is when they had one, then she took him there or her there. It was put, put down. down. <laughs> I do. I just love that. That it's. It could have been fronted by everything, but I love the fact that they fronted it with it. Ends up what the entire feel of it is behind that magical wall it's like it's still being treated like a veterinarian clinic it's just between the treatments the cones of shame the stray, yes. strays quote unquote in in that one room yeah I this have is a family. this is this is an, another just another fantastic piece of world building for this season this season is just it's given us so much and still been one of the best seasons just story-wise it's 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 insane so my next takeaway is i I love drugged up Guillermo. <laughs> he loves everybody too. He loves everybody. And it just kind of, you, you get that, that sense that you're going to hear some things when he starts and he goes, he says, uh, they gave me some relaxing. It's making me medicine. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing, I honestly thought that like, one of the other things I noticed is that apparently when he's drugged up, Everybody's a bitch. <laughs> I have that too. Yeah. Like, uh, you're a crazy bitch, yep. but I love you. Laszlo's a horny little a bitch. bitch. I love Colin. I also love Colin Robbins, and he's like a bo little boring bitch. He's like an LBB. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write the initials down. I forgot. And about then that. love Nando the most because he's like the queen bitch. <laughs> so everybody turns into a bitch, and and I. I just love, he's just sitting there and he goes, hey girl. <laughs> what about when you miss this then in that list? You can't exclude, exclude this when the doctor knocks on oh, the window yeah. and goes, who's that who's bitch? That bitch? <laughs> yes, I, I love drugged up Guillermo. Just do. That is my takeaway. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to go with this because I started talking about it before we even got into this episode. But we got to talk about the big reveal to Nadia. The fact that oh, she found out what happened. Yes. Because, like, there's so many things. They were, they're really good at, I think anyone that's that's been devoted to this series had the idea of the Van Helsing blood and the vampire blood when, when the doctor said they had to do blood test. They did a fantastic job of Nadia reminding the audience that didn't remember the Van Helsing thing because Van Helsing has not, the name has barely been said, if at all, this season. Yeah, yeah. And then to have it be, you, you, and then as having that reminder in your head and you don't know what, if it's going to be one or the other or a combination of both, having the reveal of the turn, yeah. like flat out said who flat turned out. him. Did it. And it's in the early stages of this thought and just having, watching Nadia react to this and then and you kind of expected this at this point from her but it's it was nice to see it play out she went into protective mode for guillermo showing there is there was there was a kind of a split dichotomy there one i think there was a genuine feeling of her protecting him and getting him out of there but there was also this is this is Nandor's. Nandor's. nandor needs to deal with you but then of course we see what happens yeah. like further on to that this was the high, not highlight. This was just the apex of the episode for me. Her learning this and then her going into protective mode against him was the episode for me. Yeah. I loved all this. Yeah. I I love how she's like, you could have been turned by a legendary vampire and instead you gave it away to Derek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, the, uh, and that now that started my wheels turning too, and, I, and this also often goes nowhere in the actual storyline. It's making me wonder if because Derek is such a new vampire and such a dark. I don't even know what you would call. Well, just a just nerd. A, I don't know, just like a, a spindly, like just a. I, I can't find the right word for it, but young being the the first thing, yeah, in vampire terms, and two just being. He's no Nandor. He doesn't have Nandor's no, powers. He doesn't no. have, um, doesn't seem to have, well, he does kind of have Lazo's abilities. He can turn into a bat pretty, pretty easily. But I'm wondering if because of it being Derek who turned him, now I'm wondering if that's the reason why he's not turning as fast. Oh. Yeah. Like it's weaker. It's a weaker source of vampirism. Because he's, he's so, the right word. he's so recent. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, but I still, I still think it is the Van Helsing blood kind of being like white blood cells. I think it is too. I think that's, yeah. Because you think about, you think about, uh, the neighbor that, uh, that the Baron turned. Right. He was, yeah. He's like not able to be out in the daylight. Right. Yeah. And and like, well, Guillermo, I think is because he's still in transition. Well, yeah. oh no, you might be right with the Van Helsing. I'm sorry, and I'm starting to think, not starting to think, but I do think I am leaning towards more of the Van Helsing blood because, like I just said, my last point, or maybe it's even this point still. I don't even know what point we're on at this point. Um, Nadia was given dialogue to remind the audience of that. So yeah. that's now, I don't think it's just important for this episode. I think it's yeah, important for I think the story. It's gonna be, I think it's foreshadowing. But it did, make, it did make me think maybe that Derek being so young and so weak, weak in a, compared to the vampires we know. Yeah. 
Maybe that has something to do with it as well. Could be a combination of a lot of stuff. Could be, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next takeaway, it's a little one, but it's one that I only know about because I've been married to you. Oh, God, okay. Uh, it is the Wilhelm scream. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that is included in this episode when she's fighting her way back yep. to get to him. That was a nice little touch. And we get a scream. Yeah. We got a Nadia scream because we had talked about, we like, just, we, hadn't, yep. we hadn't heard it for a while. And she whips it right yeah, out on is, another vampire. This is by far the best use of it, too. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, she's she's she did it to stop everyone from talking last time, yeah, basically yeah. arguing. I forget what the first one was, but this was the best one because this was like, this was used, this was, this was a defense slash attack in a paddock situation. Yeah. 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 Get your hands off of me. And then the me was the scream and shot that doctor vampire across the hall. That was, that was awesome. This was, that was, I'm, I am still just reeling over the whole, this beginning of this third act with Nadia. This, this is, this is the best she's. They've done with her character, yeah, absolutely. Outside of just having the best lines, I yeah. love this. Yeah, I was this so, gave I was us so like glad a, her personality. Yeah, I was so glad that she was the in the end, and and as it was going on, I was so glad she was the one that was put in this situation because, like, Lazlo could have. I, we hadn't. We know Nandor can fight because he's the always one that they picked to yeah, fight. Yeah. Laszlo can probably fight, but I think it was a lot more fun having Nadia fight her way out than oh, it would yeah. have been Laszlo. And no, Colin Robinson just wouldn't have gotten involved in the first place. Well, and and Nadia had such a strong season last yeah. season. It was all about her and taking charge and everything. And now she's kind of stepped back a little bit. And, and it was nice to see her just totally roid out on people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, which takeaway are we on? I don't know. I was going to ask you. Uh, Let's see. I think that was four for me. So this is. Well, I started, so it'd have to be four for me. I did Laszlo, the man of science, Colin Robinson's black eye, Nadia's reveal. No, I think that's number four. Okay, then you Well, we might might be giving more than we usually do because, (laughs) so whatever. Either way. Going back to the other story, Colin Robinson's story. So when he's at his absolute worst and Nandor has been trying to get him to feed unsuccessfully, he takes him to a convenience store. And what I actually love about this is that Nandor tells him what to do and say, and it's all right. It's like all what he would do and say. He said, ask them to use the toilet, then ask for a sanitary wipe, then ask when was the last time they cleaned the toilet, then tell them you're going to take a nice big shit. It'll get you you a few more hours of energy. I'm like, all of what he said is exactly right. I love the fact that Nandor understands I don't know, energy vampires or Colin enough. You would assume Colin enough because he's lived with them for we don't know how many centuries. So he's, he knows Colin well enough that this was accurate. I love that little bit. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, it's a set of dialogue. And yeah, that's what he'd say. But it's like, wait a minute. Nandor knows this process really well. This is awesome. And I love the fact that they allow, like, uh, Laszlo and and Colin got a lot of time. Like when the, in the season where they, they were in the library a lot yeah. and, and before Colin died. And, and then, of course, when he was a baby. We don't necessarily see the bonding of the others as much other than, you know, the 
episode where he was going to try to sleep with Nadja's body, <laughs> uh, but couldn't. Uh, but we don't necessarily see, we haven't seen that depth of, of friendship between Nandor and Colin as much as we have Laszlo and, and it's, I like it. I like it a lot. Now I still contend that at some point Colin has to be let in on the secret about Guillermo because everybody's got to know before Nandor. Cause I, I, I was expecting, I, I think from what I've noticed, like uh, Guillermo's secret about being Van Helsing was purely Nandor's. Nandor knew it before, didn't he? Yeah. Well, they all found out at the, the, the Cirque the Vampire, is that, is that what it was called? The, the, I want to call it Cirque the Vampire, but I might be messing that with Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. At the Cirque du Soleil, they found out. What's the name of the episode? It's it uh, Theater de Vampire. Okay, I was, I got one word right, day. Vampire. Uh, I said vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah. But at that point, I mean, they, they pretty much keep his secret pretty, pretty quietly. But, um, like, each of them is having to take on Guillermo's secrets lately. So I, I, I'd be interested to find out how, oh God, if the guide finds out before Nandor. What would be, it's, what, what it's, what's so great about Colin Robinson's character is that you don't even need to dedicate an episode to him finding out because it's so plausible that they, they, they'd get to the point where everyone finds out and be like, Colin, we have something to tell you. It'd be like, what, that Guillermo has been turned to a vampire and be like, yeah, how did you know? He's like, well, isn't it obvious? And he pointed everything's out. Out. He said, well, why didn't you say anything? He's like, who cares? That that is. Yeah, you can write no. that out in three lines. Yeah. you don't even need to dedicate an episode to him yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'll do that because I would like to find out <laughs> right <laughs> when he finds out. Because I, I I love it. He couldn't give a give two two squirts. Two squirts. <laughs> um. Okay, my next takeaway. Kind of on the on the realm of Nandor and Colin, the fact that Nandor is willing to give up some of his life f- essence for yeah, Colin is, is is in the energy transference machine. Uh, also to that <laughs> stop that? whiskey, Dick. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Situational impotence. The situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. AKA whiskey. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I, whiskey dick is I love I love that thing where he, he where they actually have to resort to it and he says like I have a little tickle in my pickle. <laughs> so that's just that's, a vibration. I, I took, took that, that part, part out. And this is where I like the fact that his stuff works to an extent. It worked too well in this extent, but it led to a pretty good conclusion. And the best is that uh, now we know one of his turn ons is smell burning hair. <laughs> so I, I thought that was like really selfless of Nandor, who is a very selfish character. There was a lot of selflessness in that, that action. And the fact that he takes him out and he tries to encourage that, him. Yeah. And he, his face, when you see Colin start to go off about, you know, the most annoying thing about the Irish, uh, <laughs> Oh, what was it? Oh, what was the line? Oh, he said, I got nothing against the Irish. I just hate it when they sound, sound try to sound intelligent. intelligent. 
and the glee on Nandor's face when he says that he's like so proud of his friend coming back to life. I I just I I really enjoyed the depth of friendship that they actually gave that. Yeah, and it didn't seem I mean it's not something we've seen before, but I guess I guess we've seen enough interaction between the two that it wasn't jarring. It's that wasn't like you're sitting there watching something that's so out of character it was distracting. It didn't bother like it did, didn't phase me at no. all that this was happening. No. All right. Okay. Now we're on your last one. All right, I'm gonna go towards very I'm damn near at the end of the episode. So the we get I don't even know if it's a question we had an answer we had, but if we got an answer to a, maybe we got the question and the answer all in one scene. Why Lazo's invested so much in the Guillermo's transfer transformation? Because he says if he can reverse it, then Nandor can turn Guillermo. I didn't necessarily I didn't. know he was trying to reverse it until no, now. No, I didn't either. And I like that because I want to see what happens with this. I'm pretty excited about that angle. And it, it kind of throws a huge monkey wrench into what has been my theory of the conclusion of this storyline up until the season up until that he said that line, but I'll still probably talk about that in a big bite. But that, that, yeah, I'm hoping thought, that wasn't just a, I don't think it was bullshitting Nadia. I, th- I think no, that's what he I means think to he do. Genuinely I'm does. hoping that is where his interaction with Guillermo goes these, not these last four episodes. I hope that starts building in towards something bad or good, like successful or, or, or failure either way. I, so I'm pretty, that when he said that, I'm like, okay. This got really cool. This this idea of him doing these experiments, what's going to happen next and what's the outcome going to be. So I'm pretty psyched. I'm always psyched for the next episode, but I'm really excited where this storyline is going from that line alone. I want to see what else he puts Guillermo yeah, blood in. Uh, my last takeaway is going to be Colin re-energizing Nandor <laughs> by being interesting. Now... Do you think this story is real or is it something he has on him in case he needs to be interesting? No, I think it's real. You think so? I think the opposite. I think it's a, I don't he think ha- he I think it's a tool to- in his arsenal. I don't, I don't think know. he wants to be interesting. Yeah, okay. I think it might actually be because why would he have the knife? That's yeah, I mean that's, there's that's a, a lot of questions of why he'd be ready to to be interesting that don't make sense. So I, I think I, he genuinely Yeah. <laughs> Because he still has that bruise on his eye. Yeah. That he he tells his name is really Arthur Simon <laughs> Santino. And you look at Nandor and they did something like weird to his eye. Yeah. <laughs> so like they're all, he's one, he's gone completely gray and he's gone bloodshot. And his ex-boyfriend, Davy Crockett, <laughs> uh, he has a knife from Jim Bowie with... DC and ass forever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just when he just he's like almost almost gone and he just ace. <laughs> and I think I I Colin Colin was a winner on this episode for me because I just think they let him do so much stuff. Now that they've kind of allowed him to have a little more of a personality. Mm. I think it really kicked it for me during during local news that when he's That's, just, yeah. I just, I just, you know, the thing that popped into my head was 
the whole thing where he used to go on the news shows as the yo-yo guy. The um, oh, the yo-yo guy. I can't remember the name, but I know you're talking. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I mean, that kind of person. I was thinking as he was doing the weather, I was like, oh my god, this is the same kind of energy he brought to. No. Oh, you need to watch those again. I need to watch them again. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he was much more Colin Robinson than that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. But I was just like, he was so interesting. Okay, I will have to. I will have to watch it. Yep. All right. Then, uh, do we have one more? No, that was that was, that was the fifth, I or can't... possibly the sixth, but definitely I, the fifth. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this overall, I like like we were saying before. This is, I think one of the i the, loved this the, episode is it the last i gotta look here um no okay I was gonna say the last three i i thought pride parade was for a campaign but of the the last four i think there's three of my all-time favorite episodes in this yeah <laughs> like between this local news and pride parade they're some of my favorite episodes. They're definitely in my top 10. Yeah. I don't know if they're top my top three, but they're damn close. Local news might be one of my favorite episodes ever. Yeah, that was, that was, that was. Of all the episodes I couldn't be on because I literally couldn't talk, that's, that was unfortunate for that one, but that was. That was a pile on yeah. episode, just yeah. when you think it couldn't get worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Boom. Up the stakes. Up the stakes. All right. Well. Uh, we got some good ones coming up. Uh, we have next ones that are coming up are Hybrid Creatures, The Roast, and now they've finally put the titles of the last two. Yeah. Uh, a Weekend at Morrigan Manor mm-hmm. and Exit Interview. Yeah. That, that one doesn't have a description. That I, but, that uh, conjures up that Guillermo is moving on, maybe not as... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, not leaving the house, but no longer familiar. I don't know. I don't or know. it may have something completely so nothing to do with that idea be, whatsoever. Could be because there have been several where we're like, okay, know, right? <laughs> I know what this is about. <laughs> but no, the, the I description don't. Description of next week. It goes back to me saying, I hope they have some more Laszlo science. And there's the description. Nadia gives back to her community. Laszlo's experiments have some unexpected results. I'm like, well, okay, we're getting more Laszlo science next week. <laughs> I think he's going to give Guillermo's blood to a lot of different animals. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that definitely. I still, I don't see any possibility from title alone. Oh, it's hard to tell or description that, oh, maybe, oh, maybe the weekend at uh, Morgan Manor where um, Simon and Devious might show up. Ooh, I don't know. I still think, I still hold if, if, I not hold to it, but I could. I think I still think this might have been a Patreon theory, but I'll say it again here. I still, I still could see Nadia having what happened. Well, we haven't heard about Nadia's curse in two weeks, but if she still has the curse on her and she needs yeah. to lift it lifted, I still think the hat she'd ha- her fi- having to find the hat to relieve the reveal it, uh, release the curse would be freaking golden. Yeah, we'll see. and then they'd have to seek him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be the thing, the complete opposite of what she would want to do yeah. is find him and find that hat. That is that is. And Nadia cool. is the best when she is doing stuff that she against her will, basically, or against her her uh, desires. That's a better way to say it. She's in a better place. I wish <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are going to continue this discussion on the big bite for our Patreon subscribers. But thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will see you next week for Hybrid Creatures. Ooh. <laughs>